You are listening to Pokemon Rose, a nostalgic look back at the Pokemon series, with your host, Dan Hughes. Today's episode is called I Choose You. Now, for those of you who grew up in the 90s, like I did, you probably know that Pokemon had two things going for it. One, you had to catch them all. It was legally binding. As soon as you bought a cartridge of Pokemon, if you didn't catch them all, somebody would come after you. I don't know who. I imagine they had a hat, maybe a, uh, a blue vest of some kind, green fingerless gloves. He's starting to just materialize in my memory. But the second thing was that you got to choose. You got to choose who your partner was. If you watch the anime series, you know that Ash Ketchum, uh, or Satoshi in Japanese, chose his Pikachu a little reluctantly because it was the last one, but he formed a special bond with that Pokemon that lasted for, geez, 25 years? I mean, he's only now leaving the anime, and uh, that, that relationship is one of the most enduring and endearing in all of anime history. But it started before that, before the anime, in Pokemon Blue, Red, or Green version, if you were from Japan, because the allure of Pokemon was that you got to choose your first Pokemon. It wasn't like a typical JRPG where you started as a main character like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, for example, and met different characters along the way who inevitably had to become part of your party. No, it was very different. It started with choice. Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Now, if you were the cool kid on the playground, you chose Charmander, probably because you had some kind of predilection for setting things on fire. If you were the cautious, i.e. lame, kid, you would choose Bulbasaur, because it looked sad and reliable. <laughs> but if you were the really just big brain, cool guy, you would choose Squirtle. And that's my way of telling you I chose Squirtle. I love Squirtle. Squirtle's a little turtle. He's got water powers. He evolves into Wartortle, who also looked really cool in the, uh, in the artwork on the Pokemon cards. And then, of course, Blastoise, who, why, why wouldn't you want Blastoise? He's got two gigantic water cannons on his back. You could ride around on him. Uh, he'd probably be fun to take out for a meal, you know? He'd probably eat his weight. But at any rate, Squirtle was the best way to go, at least in my eyes. I love all those starter Pokemon. I'm kind of ragging on Bulbasaur a little bit, but there's something really magical about them to me because they were my first choice in a video game. It was the first time that I was really given that kind of agency. I hadn't played much games before that. Maybe I'd played Super Mario at a friend's house up the street, or maybe I had played Pac-Man in a pizza arcade, uh, Little Sicilies, if memory serves. But at any rate, there wasn't a whole lot of choice in video gaming up to that point for me. There wasn't a whole lot of choice in life up to that point for me. I mean, I was, what, six, seven years old? It's not like you're putting your whole itinerary together as a six-year-old and then going out and having your day. No, it was really special to pick that Squirtle because it jumped out to me as a friend, as a partner, as what people would call in the Pokemon community an ace, right? Who's your ace Pokemon? Who's the one that you depend on? Who's the one that would be drawn in a picture of you if you were living in the Pokemon world? And I think that, for me, is Squirtle. And I remember very clearly, similar to my grandfather sitting in the station wagon with me and looking at Pokemon Yellow version, my dad coming into my bedroom and sitting and playing Pokemon Blue with me. And I only just remembered recently that he was there when I chose Squirtle. And I explained to him why it was so fun to, to have that choice and to move forward with it and 
keep, you know, moving through this world with that partner that I had chosen. And I think that probably changed his view on what video games were, because up to that point, he was probably just thinking of that Pac-Man machine and Little Sicily's Pizza. But anyway, I think that the really special thing about Pokemon, one of them anyway, one of the truly special things, is your choice. I talked in the initial episode about dreams, and every dream starts with a choice. It starts with a choice to set out on a journey, or to pick something out of an array of choices and stick with it for better or worse. And I think that Pokemon does a really great job of exemplifying that and telling you that your choices matter. Not only can you have that choice, but of those three Pokemon that I listed, there's not a wrong choice among them. They each have their strengths. They each have their weaknesses. You can continue to choose a party of Pokemon that you capture to bolster the weaknesses or complement the strengths. It's up to you to fix that as you would like. It's up to you to travel through the world with that partner by your side and take on any horrible thing that may come your way. I think it's really cool that in the first Pokemon game, there's an idea that you have choice and the scariest thing in the world is when somebody steals that choice from you. Team Rocket's only goal in Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green is to steal other people's Pokemon. And of course, we could get into how their secret goal is to find Mewtwo and capture it, but even that goes back to stealing something that someone else had chosen to make or create or stand by. So the antagonist in Pokemon Red and Blue, Giovanni and his Team Rocket, are there to take your choice away, right? Their choice is stealing yours. And that's pretty powerful as an antagonist. Just the idea that you could have your agency ripped from you, or you could have a special relationship like that partnership you have with your Pokemon taken directly out from under you to be used for some ill-conceived plan. It's scary, especially as a kid. Think back to when you were six or seven. And every choice that you thought you were making was really dictated by an adult, probably for your best interest, but maybe not, right? You lived in a world that was kind of boxed in, where it felt like your choices didn't really matter, or maybe your opinions didn't really matter, or if they did, they didn't have too much consequence after you voiced them. Pokemon Red and Blue is all about that choice. You are free to make the choice and have it affect your life. And the people that you're trying to stop are those who would take that choice away from you, who would thrust an entire life on you that you didn't ask for. It's a pretty powerful message for a six-year-old. At least it was to this six-year-old. Not sure that I had all too many hardships growing up. Not at six or seven. Well, I guess I wanted red version as well as blue version, but, you know, that's not exactly a hardship. So when I think of I choose you in the context of Pokemon, I really think of your agency as the player interacting with the world and how that choice not only affects your journey, but the journey of those around you. Think of your rival, Blue, or Gary, if you're familiar with the anime. He makes the same choice, but he's so locked into his dream that he doesn't really explore other avenues. He's not the one that takes down Team Rocket. 
he's kind of an interesting foil to Team Rocket because he is also using these Pokemon not as a way of exploring choice, but as a means to an end, a tool, something to gain power. Well, that's not really giving agency to anybody, is it? It's maybe the illusion of agency for him, but all of his Pokemon are stuck at the beck and call of their master. And that just feels wrong, doesn't it? It does to me. It did to me as a kid. I think that I wouldn't be thinking about agency in video games as much if I hadn't played Pokemon Blue and hadn't had that opportunity to choose Squirtle from the offset. It was my choice, and it mattered. And as silly as it sounds, you could probably trace a lot of my personality back to that first choice in Pokemon Blue. Do I still think Squirtle's the best? Of course. Of course I do. If you don't, uh, you're wrong, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's okay to be wrong. That's what makes life interesting. I'm not wrong in this case, just so we're clear. Uh, you are, if you don't like Squirtle. Bulbasaur's okay, I guess. At any rate, Pokemon, I choose you. Powerful words, powerful franchise. Looking forward to talking with you next week.